0: Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Fade to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother. And I'm here for my weekly movie review, or should I say TV review? Uh, I'm actually doing a review on a show called Russian doll Russian doll I really didn't want to see it it looked like it was interesting but I started reading a lot of heavy critic uh, review on it of how entertaining it was I didn't know if it was funny funny or was it a drama or what it was Um, but I put that on and I also looked at one thing and saw one of the executive producers Writers slash writer was Amy Poehler. If you don't know Amy Poehler, she was part of the Saturday Night Live crew as well as Parks and Recreation. Um, and she's around doing a lot of production now. She's doing a lot of producing and a lot of um, just getting shows out that she wants to do, which I really give a lot of credit for because she's she's funny as hell. Anyway, um, this young lady, uh, Natasha Lyonne, is the star of Russian Doll. And and this is how kind of crazy this one is. So let me read off the synopsis. A cynical young woman in New York City keeps dying and returning to the party that's being thrown in her honor for the same evening. It's her 36th birthday and she is struck by a car and killed only to find herself alive and well and back in her party that night when she dies again and her timeline resets. Nadia begins to question her own sanity as she strives to unravel the mystery of why and how this is all happening. (laughs) So um, the first thing that came off to me was, how crisp the dialogue was, how witty and crisp the dialogue was. And majority of this is in a woman's perspective. So when you look at this, you st- you see the writers are all women as well. And the witty banter and everything is really, really good. It is very good. It's on point. Um, it's it's sh- it's sharp. Um, the humor is just so well done. It's a little more intelligent than most. It's not a lot of um, slapstick type um, issues. It's not a lot of toilet humor, even though some are slid in here and there, but not to the point of being like, yeah, that's crazy. Like little Dick jokes. No, it's not of that. It's a lot of cleverly uh, double entendres, metaphors and different things. And The lead actress um, who who plays Nadia, she is amazing. Uh, Crazy redhead from New York. Um, (laughs) Russian Jew, you know. Um, But what the premise is, is she's she's just miserable in her life. She's 36 years old. She was dating a married man, then separated from him. Um, She's a uh, programmer. Uh, um, so she does, uh, software programming and she's kind of like out there on her own with a cat, you know, uh, she played that stereotype, but then she explains even that, um, about being a cat lady. But what made this interesting is you still didn't understand why her life was kept going over and over. Um, and then the writing showed you maybe when she came out of the bathroom, Uh, her friend who was hosting the party gave her a joint that was laced with cocaine. Um, then she found out it wasn't laced with cocaine. It was laced with something else. Then she said, that's what the issue is. It's gotta be that. And then she said, well, and I, I forgot what the, the chemicals or whatever it was, but she said, no, we did that, uh, a couple of years ago. So it couldn't have been that. She's like, yeah, you're right. Well, maybe it's the bathroom. And because the bathroom was made, it's got a little gun as the handle um, and it's almost like a black hole that's on the door and it's lighted and it's, it's like it takes you to another dimension. <laughs> it seems as though, but it's so crazy because as she leaves the party and says, well, let me just get out of here. But no matter what, it's something that gets her to keep dying, you know. And she's not figuring it out. She's and then she dies by stupid things after that. One minute she falls down the stairs and she breaks her neck. She falls down the stairs and breaks her neck. So she goes through the fire escape and she walks down the street. And one of the um, I don't want to say manhole covers, but like in front of a store, and it's like the little basement that they make deliveries out of. She falls down in one of those, and then she's like, "Well, let me stay out of any kind of trouble or whatever." And she goes over to her uh, her guardian uh, or ex psychiatrist's home, and she gets blown up. <laughs> so she gets blown up because. There's a gas leak. And then she was like, Where the hell did that come from? And then when she said, Well, I'm gonna put a sign on here. Do not you have a gas leak, put that on it. So she sneaks back in her house and then she gets shot because she didn't announce who she was and she the her guardian saw her someone going through her stuff and she shot her. Well, she was dead again. But what makes it more interesting because you still don't know. So this is like eight episodes But around four or five episodes in she meets somebody. So she gets on an elevator going somewhere because she was falling behind this homeless guy. And then she was going up in an elevator and all of a sudden the elevator was lost power and was crashing to the ground. And she looked up at this one guy and and she was like, hey, what's wrong with you? Don't you know you're going to die? And he was like. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. And she looks back at him and said, me too. Bam. And then the next episode cuts on. So now they know they are tied together somehow in an endless loop of why am I dying? And um, why is he dying? And why is she dying? So they're trying to get their lives together to try to find out what's what's the the, the point of why are they both Are dying, And when one dies, the other one dies. So no matter what, they kind of die simultaneously. Um, So you go through the next uh, couple of episodes of trying to figure his life out as you already saw hers because she couldn't figure it out in her way. But now you got to figure out his as well. So all of that comes together and she has to deal with that and he has to deal with his problems. But what are the two things that they have in common? that they have to get together and the the dialogue even with him and her and the people who they know there's a cat called Oatmeal that escaped from the house and went from there there's a guy named Harold that's in the park that actually um um uh, had something um that went through both of them and and they was going from there um uh, she didn't even know what was going on. She was in a park with a homeless guy and she froze to death. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what else could be happening to this woman? But it, it's such a well-written, well-directed uh, um, series. And I'm not sure if you can actually continue that because the whole premise of the series was a continuous loop because they um, had to figure out the problems that they had in their life and they had to let it go. Um, So there's people who kind of go through it and say, oh, it's just like another version of Groundhog Day. Uh, Yeah, but not really. And to me, even though I haven't seen it in a while, this was cleverly done because it went through her life and she kept changing different things. Like he went over and over and, and learn how to play the piano and impress the different people. And he, he did a whole lot of different things um, over and over just to be better. Where she was kind of like, I'm not being better. This is just some fucked stuff going on with me and I got to deal with it. And she just plays such an amazing role. And then the peripheral people that was around played very good to support her. I mean, it was a really good supporting cast. Where she was the center of it all and you, you just see how, you know, she just did her life like whatever, you know what I mean? And her psychiatrist finally brought up issues that she had with her mom and her mom was just out there, you know, two redheads. But she was just totally out there and she never reconciled anything with her mom or, or what she felt about her mom and as a child, uh, what she was going through. So that was one thing with, with her. Uh, the other guy that was with her, um, I forgot, his name was Alan. Um, he had to actually reconcile some things with his life with trying to be perfect. And with him trying to be perfect, what he did, he had to figure out what was going on in my life to make her life miserable, which in turn was making us miserable as people and How do I make myself right? So they still had to come together to say, what was the two things that they needed to get to in order to kill this endless loop within their life? And, you know, it was it was real interesting, too, because it made you even like a metaphysical uh, event that said, you know, the multiple things within your life. If you take a different road or a different direction, that existence continues on. And that existence um, is aligned with the next existence. And they found out like they was they was they died like 11 to 12 times. So those actual realities actually still exist because they have to live on without her. And, And she said something that was really profound that, you know, it's not just hurting us by living it over. We're hurting the people who care about us because they have to live with us. Dying, and you can't take that away from them because that's a true existence that actually happened, and they're actually living that because that's like a parallel universe to what was going on. Which I just found was another interesting aspect of how they tried to say it, but without really saying it. But mostly, it was a great, great comedy, it was great dialogue, it was uh, great writing, and the direction. Uh, how they uh choreographed things. uh Well, I'm not going down the stairs. I'm going down the fire escape and you thinking that, well, she's going to miss and she's going to fall and boom, she's going to die from that. Uh, she fell in the, in the, <laughs> she fell in the Hudson river and drowned one time because she was looking for a cat, but it is just such an interesting way that they organized this. And eight episodes were really, really good to digest. Uh, Uh, I'm not sure if you can continue that on, um, but they kind of ended it, kind of, sort of ended it. Um, I think it was very, very well received and critically acclaimed um, with the Polar, Amy Polar crew and the lead actress, Natasha. She was really part of the group that helped with the writing as well. There was a total of how many? One, two. Oops. It looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven women. Seven women that help write this. And there was a couple of them that did some writing in all of it. And then there was a couple of them that did maybe one, maybe two different episodes. So really good. Really good. So if you wanna see something funny, um something that will show a woman's perspective even uh, dealing with men, and even the men wasn't really demonizing there. They were uh, clever dialogue with the men, and they have supporting um, issues within it. It did go very, very well. But something very, very uh, drama-lating and funny. You know, they call it comedy drama mystery. And the good thing is, it was about thirty minutes a piece, so it didn't hurt to actually check it out. It didn't really. Mean a lot to go. Yeah, hey, let me go through this and wow, this is long. I gotta go from that, but it was only 30 minutes. So, really, really good show. Really good show. Um, who's this other? She was helped create that too. Her name was Leslie Hedlund. Um, she was actually one of the creators as well. Um, she did some things, she didn't do too much. Um, she did a couple of shows. So, I'm looking at her um i d m b what is that i m b what the hell i m d b you know and it it just showed the different kind of she's a writer director and producer from california so you you can see that she's very creative and and very very good i would love to see something that she does, but i think those writers those writers, um, the ones that really stole the show, especially with the main actress as well. But anyway, really worth seeing. I hope you take this one and say, wow, I didn't think it was that good. It's actually that good. Really high level, high recommendation, short enough to get you to be like, Oh my God, she just died. And then you got to wait on the next one. Oh, my God, she just died again. You know, so you keep going from that. But anyway, Fade to Black Cinema, I'm Michael, your bougie black brother. See us every Wednesday and then Thursdays, see the Asian shows where I'm doing a lot of reviews of Asian movies, Asian shows. Um, whether it's Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Hong Kong, Indonesia, um, the different ones that I just enjoy seeing because of the intense drama um, and mysteries that they have with that. So. I just gave them their own little um, um, time because I'm seeing a couple of them at once and stuff for pushing them all the way down the line um, past regular TV, Western shows and TV. I mean, in movies that we're seeing, we can check this one out as well. So anyway, see you next time. I'm Michael, your bougie black brother. Try to download uh, Fade the Black Cinema on Podbean. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us on almost any download um, app out there. I'm still trying to get and flood the area of what we can. Fade the Black Cinema or Bougie Black Brother, Bougie Black Brother Network on YouTube. So check us out i uh, hope you enjoyed the reviews and let me know if there's something that i'm missing and you can catch me on bougie black bro on instagram and twitter anyway i'll see you next week on fake black cinema later